I am such a sucker for a good pair of underwear. I mean, who isn't really? It's the base of your whole outfit. And if you have a good base to your whole outfit, you have a good base to your whole day or something like that, which is why I love the sponsor of today's episode, Me Undies. Okay, everyone knows Me Undies. They are famous. They're famous for their unbelievably soft undies and bralettes, but they don't stop there. They've got cushy socks now. They've got loungewear. You are never going to want to get out of it. It's just the best. I find myself grabbing for my me undies literally all the time. I'm going to say every day. It's all I wear, especially if I'm feeling like I want to just be comfy, which is more often than not. Okay. Available in tons of fun colors and prints and sizes, uh, extra small through 4XL. There's something for everyone at me undies. Me undies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchaser, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. So to get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash chatty. That's meundies.com slash chatty. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Good morning. Good morning. We have our beers. <laughs> Cheers. 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 And the voices who brought us our beers. It's Sorry. Becca's best first date ever. <laughs> it's Becca's best days ever, Eric. Oh, and Eric. that's the only reason we're drinking beers. Um, yeah. I don't do this all the time, so I need to like loosen up, you know? Yeah, no, you need to just relax. You got a beers in the morning or podcasts in the morning? Podcasts in the morning. Podcasts in the morning. I mean, today we'll be... Okay, if you broads haven't listened, we did an episode... I think like last year. It was a year ago. It was last July. Crazy. I looked it up this morning. Um, And yeah, that was a very fun episode. We got into why Eric was the best first date ever. It was very fun. Mm -hmm. And... uh, and today we thought that we would just do some relationship advice because we also did that in the last episode. And it was yeah, great. and I have to be real. You know, Eric, you really brought the heat with the relationship <laughs> advice. No, you did. It was very good. And a lot of our listeners were like, you need to have him back on because we need some more of the honesty. It was honest and firm, <laughs> but wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I got a lot of comments from your guys' community. You guys have such a strong community uh, of chatty broads. Yes. Engaged. yes. And uh, a lot of them were thanking me for good advice. And oh, for that's like, so nice. I don't know how long it lasted, but like a month and a half, it was just constantly, you know, that wasn't my story, but wow, it was good to hear this. Thank you so much. Wow. And I was just like, all right, you know, this wasn't just <laughs> me like, going I'm on. You're like, I'm a sage, I'm a god. Thank you for I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been through enough dating to like, sure. you know, figure some stuff out by yeah. now. And uh, it was cool i was worried that you know girls gonna be like you're a dickhead you know you're like and i got none of that it was all just raw honest advice from the male perspective yeah Yeah. well becca brings up one of your pieces of advice quite often on our show what is it again it's the one about like if I think it's the one about if you if you wanted to you would yeah if, if, if it was that, it was something like there that. There's such a wise saying, and I, I feel like you drop it often. I don't know. You yeah. said something, but I always bring it up when we're doing advice. Where I'm like, well, like when we had Eric on the podcast, mm-hmm. he said this, and it, it's some hard truth. One I about really like, liked was. Um, if he doesn't like you, you'll be confused. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. And if that's he likes one. you, you'll know it. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. And uh, and I, I, I'll i be honest, I've thought about that so many times in this past year with my other friends. Like, you know, when they're 
not sure about what energy some guy that they're interested in is putting out. And as soon as they're like, <laughs> I feel confused, I'm like, well. <laughs> Sorry to say it, but it's helpful, you know? It sucks, yeah. but it's helpful. But you're not wasting your time that way. Yeah. You're not wasting your energy, yeah. you know? I feel like there's so, when I think back on like my past with different friends, uh, even myself where I'm like, man, the amount of time I wasted, like curious instead of just moving forward and enjoying my I kind of miss that, but I kind of, I, I think I romanticize those eras <laughs> more than I was actually You mean the eras the when time. you were just getting the confused vibe from the guy? Yeah, <laughs> There's something exciting about it. It is. You know? You're like, ah, uh, and then they do text you and you're like, oh, you get a rush. And then, yeah, it's really up and down. So sometimes I miss it, but then sometimes I remember that feeling of when you're realizing that he is just not that into it. It's <laughs> like, that, oh, well, that crushing that feeling. Sucks. I didn't care that much about him and now I'm obsessed with him. Uh, that's true you know that's the plain hard to get thing it works every time i feel fortunate that i don't really have that thing in me that i've watched other people do Mm -hmm. you know they're like they don't like me well i'll prove that i'll prove them wrong you know don't do that i'm similar to you i'm a little bit like if they if i find that they don't like me i'm like fuck you (laughs) what if they don't well if someone actually is like i don't like you then i'm like ew i don't like you anyway it's not that kind of thing it's like when they're kind of like giving you the half in half out and then i'm kind of like wait now but now like i need but your that validation whole, like, more to than anything them to like come on your side <sighs> i don't think people should do that no that's sad yeah, yeah and then what if you do convince them then that's not really coming from a place of genuine no. like interest then you're just kind of persuading them to I've be been convinced you. in the past have those you those things never work out you know and like a long-term relationship you yeah, yeah persuaded you get, yeah like in the beginning you're not that into it and then you give those vibes and then all of a sudden they're like the greatest human being alive. Uh, and then you're like, what was I thinking? This is like actually pretty cool. And then it just ends up back to where it started, which was like, oh, they were just convincing me. I guess I actually have persuaded people before into like into dating me and then into like even taking things a step further. And then the funny thing is that then I end up getting kind of grossed out by it. Like I've persuaded them into <laughs> right, being right. in love with me and then I'm kind of like, eh, not really yeah. that into well, just because you, you just got obsessed with like the challenge. Exactly. You weren't obsessed with the person. Conquered. Yeah. Next. Next. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. go. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Speaking okay. of that, kind of <laughs> off of this, there was a question. So we had a bunch of questions sent in uh, numerous weeks ago. We mm. did some, we did a little bit of relationship advice with our friend Craig and Sadie, our friends Craig and Sadie, and we have so many leftover. Like we got to, oh, wait, what was the thing you said? You teased something in the kitchen about me. Something oh, I, about I, me. I will, but this is kind of off of, okay. this is okay. now off we'll of. We'll do a natural segue. A natural segue. And then I would like to bring up something, an email that we received. This is a complimentary email. You should like wait, you should wait until the first me? beer is done before you okay, tell okay, her okay, the email. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, also, so, wait, wait, wait. Also, Eric, <laughs> why don't you give your relationship advice credentials? Say some oh. stuff about yourself, about your life real quick. Um, I just, I, <laughs> I dated a bunch and mm. I've seen all sorts of different uh, dating scenarios. I've been on both sides of every type of thing you can be in. And then um, relationship therapy. Mm-hmm. I did that for some time, took it very serious, learned a lot from it. And my life has been <clears throat> forever better in the dating world since. So, And probably in other relationships too. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Use that, all that. It just teaches you how to communicate. So I've used that advice to communicate with my family and employees and whatever, everyone, friends, you know, that's great. That's great. So I think that's, is that enough? Perfect. Beautiful. Oh, my credentials. <laughs> I'm happy. That's good. I'm in a successful relationship. That's great. Yes. Seems yes. to work uh, very easily now. 
that I got these tools. Mm-hmm. And she's cool, off. She's off she's the yeah. camera, right? I'm giving it a Looking thumbs up. Stunning to off to the side. <laughs> we had just started dating, like right when we did this podcast. I know, and you like introduced her so weird. You were like, "Hey, uh, this is my." F- friend i've been hanging out with i'm like what just and i after we're like what the was that his girlfriend what the fuck does that mean well it wasn't a girlfriend yet you i mean that I was last that. july yeah like two weeks i think we'd been hanging out at that oh, point. Okay. it was very okay. new okay we were hanging pretty hard for two weeks okay well i was gonna say you, but you like came out, like i'm like i like if, if, if someone was she's, doing a, a she's a fan of becca's oh <laughs> very bachelor fan oh wow. she host, oh, like, you're gonna like this email yeah she would host like full-on bachelor nights with all the girls and yeah no do you still watch no <laughs> i know this is my last season recapping that we're doing right now sorry okay that was the last good season (laughs) don't apologize you're the one who said you don't want to talk okay um anyway yeah you introduced her so weird though and we were like i don't i don't like like, know what that both of us after we're like i don't dating because you said like oh yeah i i needed uh, to borrow a car or something and then that's how we or something about a car oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so i was like is were you guys just doing some business stuff that day and that's why she came like it, it was it so did, ambiguous it did start with just like wanting to borrow a car and then here we are Aww, a year later it's beautiful it's one beautiful. year later not fighting oh that's great or is, that. or is it coming <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Down there, what the is, what Grim Reaper over here <laughs> is it coming? Where's the fighting gonna come when you guys? Oh, oh. Um, no, I don't. I don't know. We like you know things pop up, but we just talk about them kind of right then and there and yeah. get through it, and it doesn't turn into a fight. I think that's you know I th- another thing I said the last time was there's direct communication. There's everything else. I've taken that pretty seriously in my life, and we just nip it in the butt. You know, I think that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing because something I've been learning recently is like one of the biggest killers of relationships is resentment. And like, if you have resentment, then that's just going to be in the undercurrent of any verbal exchange. Even when you're like, Hey, could you remember to like take out the trash? If you have resentment, then you're like, I always take out the trash. You're the one who doesn't do it. Like, it's like, just is like shifting under the surface. And if you just took a second and was like, Hey, can we talk about the trash for one second? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, before it becomes weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, even last night, she came over for a second and she was like, come over and like stay the night. And I wanted to get up early and handle some stuff. And I thought to myself, like, yeah, I'd much rather come over. That would be more enjoyable. But I don't want to resent her in the morning when all the stuff doesn't get done. Even though you made the decision. Yeah. So I had to be like strong and be like, no, I cannot come because otherwise I will resent you later. Yeah. As fault of my own. Yeah. Sure. But that's so unfair. But then you, but you know yourself. Right. Right. So you're like, okay, if you're communicating, I think often when you have a partner, even though those moments can be kind of like painful when you hear something that you don't want to hear, it's like, well, at least I know that the person's being transparent with me. I'm not having to guess. And then I can work through my own process. You give your partner the opportunity to work through their own process when you're honest. Also, when people are being resentful, a lot of the times they think they're like sparing the other person, but you can feel it in the energy in the exchange. You're like, dude, I know something's off here. And it's like, I can feel it in my stomach that you're not saying the things you want to say. Oh, when I'm resentful. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I can feel the slight. I'm like, what's going on? I was going to say, you can feel my resent from my resentment from miles oh, away yeah, when I'm resentful about face. something I'm just like, like you're so well. disgusted <laughs> it's just like you piece just of rage shit. just um, seeping off I wanted of me. to go last night babe yeah. <laughs> I did it for us <laughs> you and him it was for your future okay <laughs> alright okay Hit so it. 
kind of off of what we were talking about a minute ago. Someone asks, what does it mean when my ex says that he's not sure he's what I need right now? Oh, please. Wait, he's already an ex? Yeah, so I'm imagining... She's trying to get... Either that or oh, he's her he's her this. ex now, but like she was saying maybe that's or how he broke it, up with yeah, her. Yeah, maybe like, she was like, why he's not did what, we break up? Yeah. Okay, oh, let's go God. with that scenario. I think it's easier to tackle. Yeah. Because if so it's too. an ex, I'm thinking I'm just going to write this one off and be like, just who cares what your ex is saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what was the question again? I, I, I'm, I'm in the space, sorry. Okay, I think she's probably... My guess is she's probably to re- trying to read into why they broke up. She's probably like, I don't get it. We, mm. we were doing so mm-hmm. good. Why did we break up? That's my guess. You're so, not what I need right now? Yes. Uh, no, no, what no. does it mean? I'm not what you need right now is what yeah. he's saying. Oh. What, I know, what right? does it That's mean a- when my ex says that he's not sure he's what I need right now? Shut up. But he's just trying to like, Soften he's trying to get out and he's trying to like put it on her or something, you know? Which he's just by, being, yeah. It's like, take that cue that like not to talk shit on your ex if you still are in love with him. But that's a sh- like, that's just a shitty Just be move. straight up. Just be like, I, you're not. This is the relationship <laughs> I want. That's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think the idea of someone saying I'm not what you need right now. It's like, well, first of all, don't speak for me because only I can speak for me. So don't say that. I guess that could actually be the case if she's looking for someone who's like really committed to a relationship and ready to move ahead and like start a family or whatever. And that's like, he's like, I, that's not the direction I want to go in. I guess that could be a true statement of like, I've totally said this before. Oh, okay. And what did you mean? <laughs> and I was, I was right. Okay. This is like going back to like getting convinced or something. I remember just like not wanting to be in a relationship mm. and then this other person kind of did. And I was just like, I'm not in a space where I want to be a good boyfriend. Like I didn't want to consider someone. I'd come out of a long term relationship. And, you know, when you're with somebody, they're considered in every decision you make, whether mm-hmm. it's like, I'm going to go to the beach or I'm going to have a meal, whatever it is, you like consider your partner and yes. you're like, Hey, I was going to eat right now. You're hungry. And I remember feeling like I don't want, I don't, I'm released of that right now. I don't want to consider someone. I just want to fly free. And then I was like, you don't want, you don't want this, you know? Yeah. I, I, if I was to be a boyfriend, I'd be a shitty boyfriend because mm-hmm. I don't want to consider you. Yep. And then she was like, don't tell me, don't speak for me. You know? Yeah. You don't tell me what I need and don't sure. need. You don't tell me what I like. And then I was like, okay. And then I was a shitty boyfriend. And then she wasn't happy. And then she wasn't happy. Yeah. And it was sucky. You know, yeah. I don't know. It was just like, maybe it could have been avoided, but the heart wants what it wants, right? My heart at that point wanted to feel free. She didn't care. She's like, I like this free loving dude. Mm-hmm. And so we tried and it didn't work. And there was like a, a lot of it not working, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to avoid that. How do you how do you tell someone what they want or don't want? And But I guess if he's saying that, that means that he doesn't want to enter back in a relationship with her or stay with her, Right regardless of whether or not he actually wants to be with her. If he's saying, I'm not, I don't know. I feel like that's, I feel like even if it's not expressed correctly, that's his intuition saying like, this isn't, or this is relationship isn't working. Yeah. It's like, he's just not saying the whole story. Or he doesn't know the whole story. Yeah, true. What's happening. I feel like so much of the shit though, that we are, that we get entangled in, in relationships is because we don't want to hurt the other person. Right. Right. Yeah. Or, 
I'll be honest. I know for myself, a lot of times it's not even about hurting the other person. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. No, or be inconvenienced by them. What makes me feel uncomfortable is when you're hurt. Right. So instead of just being straightforward and being like, you know what? I don't know if I'm ready to be in a relationship right now, or I'm maybe. This reminds me of one of my girlfriends in college had been with this guy for a long time, and then he was going to do study abroad. And he then kind of pulled this thing where he's like, I just feel like I'm not what you need right now. And they've been doing great. But he's like, he wants to go study abroad yeah. and have fun. Yeah. And instead of being honest and being like, hey, we're still young. I kind of want to go and explore. And because that would not make that me- serious, bitch. Yeah, what, what, what he means to say is I'm not what you need right now because I'm a guy who wants to go sleep with a bunch of other people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's just exactly. not the whole comment. Instead of having the really uncomfortable conversation that's not going to be fun about like either, hey, do you want to be open? Do you do I want to break up? And these are the reasons why or like, you know, I just feel like if you've broken up and they're giving you a reason, it doesn't really matter what the reason is. Like you broke up what 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 they're saying. You broke yeah. up for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about this? If you're gonna tell someone that you're not what they need, don't do that. Just like don't blame it on the other person if you want to get out. You yeah. know? Have yeah. your own reasons and just say this isn't working for me. Or you if I think like even a better way of saying that same thing would be like uh, like what you said, I want to be a good partner to you. I'm not in that space. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to be a shitty partner to you. So I'm not doing this. Yeah, because like, that's, that's so like true. It's honest. Being culpable, though, to your own shit. Right. Don't yeah. blame it on them. Right. right. Yeah. This is your needs. <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah. too much for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're not saying you're not to pull in the whole like, um, you're a lot. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. like no one can be a good enough partner to you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's your own yeah. thing. But yeah. yeah, when I feel like I can't be a good partner to you and I want to be and that's my own issue. I feel like you're owning up to it and then you're not having to do the digging where you're like getting real personal about maybe what specifically is the reason why you don't want to be in the relationship The way that he framed it up, right? Now she's she's past it. They've broken up and she's still sitting there wondering like, what did I do wrong? Like, and he created that for her by trying to blame it on her, not just being... I know, now she's asking a podcast what it means. Hey, babe, you're fine. You're, you're, it wasn't your fault. No. He's no. just not owning up to his own shit. He's a loser. <laughs> Next. Okay. Do you want to get another question or do you want to just read the tell email? tell me the email. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not, I'm I want the tension there. to build. Let's now, do one so, more, let's do okay, one, fine, more one more question. Okay. Maybe. Audio questions? <laughs> we do have some audio questions. Now here, like, I will. Is this the love of my life in the email? No, right now? no. Like, now I feel like I've built it up, but I just, I happened to see it right before okay. we started okay, and it okay, gave okay, me okay. a little, a heartwarming little like smirk. I was like, oh, I like this. Okay. Especially too, because the fact of the matter is we don't typically get a, um, uh, an email from a gentleman. That's okay. not normally what we receive. Okay. So, you know. Like you're the sexiest like a nice woman alive. He looks like, like a gentleman in his little photo. That's all I'm saying. Oh, in his little email his little photo. Circle. Yes, yes. I was like, did he send photos of himself? Okay, no. Okay. Okay, Broads, interrupting best first date. Eric, for one moment here, listen, your shoes can say so much about you. Or on the flip side, you can really tell a lot about a person, who they are, maybe a little bit about their personality, certainly about their style, all by just looking at what's on their feet. Make sure your shoes are saying all the right things about you. The best way to make sure of that is by wearing Rothy's. Uh, Rothy's is the sustainable footwear brand that is creating seamless knit footwear in classic but super stylish designs. It's footwear done totally different. Okay, nobody's doing it like Rothy's. No other companies. Uh... Their knit designs, they that's what makes Rothy's incredibly comfortable. Like some of the most comfortable pairs of shoes I've ever owned. 
they mold to your feet and not only that they are also machine washable if you have kids you know that is a big game changer because you can just throw them in the wash and pull them out they look brand new i mean why am i saying if you have kids if you're me and your shoes look disgusting after two weeks of wearing them throw them in the wash get rothy's they come out like looking like a new pair of shoes every single time so I have two pairs of Rothy's and Ember has two pairs of Rothy's and they have lasted so much longer than every other everyday shoe because of the fact that we can wash them. It's so incredible. And also the thread on Rothy's is made from recycled marine plastic and water bottles that would otherwise end up in landfills. I mean, broads, if you're wearing Rothy's, your shoes are saying a lot, okay? But it's all the right things that your shoes are saying. We love Rothy's. Get both style and comfort this summer with Rothy's. Uh, plus, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash chatty. That's spelled R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash chatty. So you can count on your pets for a lot of things. For example, I can always count on my dog, Ashley, to attach herself to Evan or myself if we're having an off day. So sweet. Pets can just sense it. I'm telling you she knows if we're feeling down and nothing in the entire world can turn a bad day good more quickly than a snuggle from a pet. And just like you can count on them, you need to have products for your pets that you can always count on too. If you have a cat, you have to try Pretty Litter. It's the best, most dependable cat litter available. Yeah, most cat litters, they're just not good. Plain and simple. Um, one of our cats had to be quarantined. Muffins had to be quarantined in our bathroom for like three weeks after her surgery. And the smell of that bathroom when we had to use, we had to use my mother-in-law's litter because we were out of Pretty Litter. It was disgusting for the first two weeks. And then I was like, okay, I got to reorder Pretty Litter. Got that in the mail. Oh my gosh, it was a game changer. It Instantly, when we switched over to pretty, back over to Pretty Litter, I could not smell anything at all. And also, even if we hadn't scooped it out, like right away, it could be like a couple days and I wouldn't even realize that we hadn't scooped it out yet. Also, the... Um, the uh, formula is virtually dust-free, so it doesn't make everything, like, you, your cat's not going to track litter all over the place. Yeah, those ultra-absorbent crystals are incredible. The dust-free formula, amazing. And also, the best part about Pretty Litter, it's looking out for the health of your cat all the time and will let you know when something might be up. That's right. Pretty Litter's crystals are actually designed to change color when they detect early signs of potential illness so you can take the necessary steps and keep your furry friends healthy. Once you try Pretty Litter, it's going to be the only litter you ever use. <sighs> Learn from my mistakes. Always keep Pretty Litter stocked up, baby. Go to prettylitter.com slash chatty to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash chatty to save 20% on your first order. Prettylitter.com slash chatty. This recording says that all names have been changed for anonymity. I'll play, I love this. I'll this play the really... recording. I'm excited. Multimedia. Hi, Brads. Uh, so today I'm reaching out with a like relationship slash friendship question. Um, so back in high school, I was really good friends with this girl named Jen. I'm 26 now, so she and I haven't been close for several years um but back in high school she dated this guy named sam um they were you know pretty serious for the age that we were at they dated for a couple years and then unfortunately she ended up cheating on him and um 
I later found out that she blamed the cheating on him for not being attentive enough, and then she refused to accept that the relationship had ended. And um, according to mutual friends who lived with Sam at the time, she also started to repeatedly show up at his apartment demanding to speak to him. She showed up at his place of work. She followed him in the car at least once. It got really bad. Like all stuff that if a guy was doing it, I think people wouldn't hesitate to call it stalking. And like, I'm not even going to get into the stuff that she would say to Sam too. Um, So around that same time in early college, I had been coming to some realizations about my friendship with her. And it was, you know, around then that was also one of the last times that I saw her. You can probably guess where this is going. No. Um, I moved away for a few years. And then I was back in town for um, a wedding for she's a friend. She's got to be stalking her. Uh, who's a mutual friend with Sam. And oh, no. He's, no, he's dating Sam. I actually thought that he she's had come Sam. out as gay, not bi. So maybe that's why I could be myself around him so easily. But we spent a lot of time together last summer and um, he ended up confessing feelings to me the night before that friend's wedding. So we've been dating for almost a year now. And it's been amazing. Like, I've never been with somebody that's so, like, communicative and supporting and just fucking weird in all the most wonderful ways. So it's been great. And here's where I need some advice. Um, I just don't know how to react when high school friends bring up how Sam and Jen used to date and how Jen and I used to be close friends. If they don't already know, you know, some of the history there. Um, yeah, I so it's gonna get really juicy. That was like a setup I, for a scary you know, movie. I feel uncomfortable thinking that people might see me as like a bad I feel some relief, and a boyfriend stealer, even though at least like five or six years passed between when they broke up and when Sam and I started dating. And even though you know they ended on such terrible terms, um, I've been having like recurring anxiety nightmares Aww. about Jen, and I've okay. talked to Sam about the extent of my anxiety a little bit, and he's been great about it. But I don't want to put him in a position where he feels forced to talk about his experiences with her just for something as silly as my reputation. Wait. Like, his experiences with stalking and mistreatment are his story to tell. So I'm trying to figure out how to hold, you know, my own needs and anxieties in this and not put him in a situation where he's strong-armed into telling his story. Wait, what's her anxiety? Thank you, guys. Why does she want to hear the story? Because she's like, so the friends, people around her are constantly like bringing up the fact like, well, you and Jen were really good friends and like referring to her as like this kind of backstabbing friend to start dating someone. Her friend? Wait, that's what she said? Yeah. What's her name? Mystery. Okay, mystery. Jane. Jane, we'll go with Jane. Jane, Jane, Jen. Jane. (laughs) Okay. Listen, first of all, that's weird of the friends. Yeah, that's, why are you bringing up his high school relationship? It's like this isn't high school anymore, guys. Guys, we're twenty six. <laughs> well, that's the last time her and Jen were really close, right? Or even really hung out. And that was she said six years ago. Yeah. Maybe wait. I want to hear what your guys' opinion is. What What is your guys' philosophy on that? On like dating? Because I'll wait six months. <laughs> you're like, like you wait six months to what? They could have got divorced six months ago, and I'm like, all right, that's fair game. He's oh, on the wow. market. No, I'm just kidding. Her best friend gets divorced. She's just like, well, no, but I'm like, see, I mean, I don't know. This is my philosophy on it. Like, if I meet someone and they're the love of my life, I was half joking, but seriously, like, if they dated someone, like, it ha- does have to be a period of time, like at least a year or so. I mean, I'm not gonna miss my shot at true love with them because they dated my friend chances are me and my friend have similar tastes yeah 
It's a good point. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna like shut myself down to an opportunity with someone because I don't want to hurt somebody else's feelings. Am I gonna try to steal someone's man? No. Am I gonna like do it the day after they break up and like poach their ex boyfriend? No. But like, I don't know. I I feel like that's kind of. I feel like people take that like that. It was. I don't know. I feel like they take it too far. Uh, What's your guys' philosophy? I agree. I feel like it's always really extreme. The like, if someone, if your friend dates is or was with this person, they're always off limits. I'm like six years later. <laughs> like, granted, okay, they're in a. If you have a friend who was married to this person for ten years and then they get divorced and then like two or three years later he's hitting you up, I'm like that level of relationship is sure. is a this is a different context. And then maybe if this person is like the love of your life, that's a conversation you need to have with your friend and kind sure. of gauge because how are you going to feel, you know? But to me, I'm like if you're dating somebody and you're young, you're in high school, college, and now you guys are like 26, it's and you're like, not even homies anymore. No. But that's, I think, what they were saying is, or she was saying that the people don't know really why her and Jen aren't friends anymore because a big part of that is what Jen was doing to Sam. Oh, and that's what she's saying. It's his story to tell. Yeah. So she doesn't want to be to her friends saying, like, like, she listen, was she was a stalker. Up. She was following yeah. him. Yeah. She's pretty respectful. Very around. respectful. Yeah. Very yeah. respectful. Jane. The fact that you are, like, that you're thinking about Sam's feelings in that way is a testament to what a good person you are. Um, I don't know. I'm like, I don't feel like there's any easy. Well, I think just talk to him and just be like, yo, like people always bring this up. Like, do you care if I just say in loose terms, like she <laughs> seems was... so mellow and direct. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I do you care if I say like she, she kind of was fucked up to him. And like, that's part of the reason why we stopped being friends. Like, is that okay with you? Yeah. Wow, so simple. sounding. <laughs> yeah. And then he's either so yeah, says yes or no. Like that, just, that approach, though, your attitude, like, that's great. It's way better than, like, Sam, we have to talk. These girls are hitting me up, and I don't know if I, you know. Right. But that just feels real mellow. It's relaxed. I like that. Yeah. It's like, hey. And then, okay, what do you say, though? Let's just say she brings it up like that, super low-key. And, he's and like, then he says, I'm not comfortable with it. What then should she, how should she move forward? She should move forward by telling her friends, look, that was some high school exactly. shit. Exactly. Like we're, that was we're, then. This is we're now. We're not really dealing with that. Me and this dude having the best we're time. We're living in the future, yeah. guys. Quit living, living in the in past. The now. We're living yeah, in the now. We're in the present. The power of now. <laughs> Listen, we've all survived a pandemic. We can do whatever the fuck we <laughs> yes. want afterwards. Yes. Okay, I'm yes. gonna date whoever I want after this. You know, the yes. goddamn past few years. Yes. Like, let me live. Yeah. High school, college. It's like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say that. I would just be like, oh, dude. I would just be like, why do you guys care? What, the girl the he dated in high school. <laughs> who what who? yeah we're moving on and then what if they say well i thought that was your friend she's married now she just said the girl already got married the girl got married a year ago she's married she doesn't care we were friends yeah we don't really talk anymore yeah yeah Been things years. just we yeah. had yeah. there was conflict didn't work yeah don't even don't even have to give them that because then the friend's gonna true. be like what was the conflict that's Tell true more. that's sure. true that's true that's yeah. true yeah, exactly we kind of went our separate ways yeah just shrug it off this is a moment where as because she was saying, you know, she's having all of this anxiety about it. Oh, yeah, that which, part sucks. How no. do we fix this anxiety? What do we say? I mean, for me, I don't feel like there's an easy answer to this. I can relate to that. I feel like I would f feel similar in that way with my, like, kind of people-pleasing tendencies where I'm like, oh, my God, all these people are saying these things about me and people who are my friends are thinking that I'm, like, being this shit friend and I feel like I can't say anything. I'd say this is a time where you have to, like, really 
it sounds so corny, but like step into your power and know you're you're the type of person who is so concerned about Sam and his traumatic experience that you are not willing to break that trust. That's who you are. You're a good fucking person yeah. and you need to know that about yourself and it can't you can't let what other people's opinions are and by the way this will pass. They have they're not sitting there talking about this. It's not going to be years that yeah, this is no, going to no. continue. It's going to be a blip. It's uncomfortable for a little bit. You go through it. You know who you are. I think also depending on the relationship with the friends, you could also just be serious and be like, "Hey guys, it's kind of a sensitive topic i don't really want to talk about could you stop bringing her up you know uh, uh, your casual attitude is what i was really (laughs) enjoying but i'm recognizing that she does not have this casual attitude she has nightmares yeah she has anxiety she can't sleep and i've got a crazy idea and maybe you guys tell me this is bad advice or not it's time to call jen and just say hey sam and i are dating like clear your conscious you know get get jen who is now moved on and married to be like oh yeah it's all good no except jen's probably a crazy bitch who's gonna be sam's probably gonna gonna be like i wasn't saying do it i'm saying jen is probably gonna be like seriously like honestly it is fucked up you were never there for me you never supported me i can't imagine sam wants her to get in contact with jen either his trauma it also sounds like she hasn't talked to sam about this (laughs) she said that she did she said she mentioned it to him but maybe like not super intensely but she told him that she was feeling anxiety about okay. everything. So okay, he knows. I'm back to casual approach. I just okay. was throwing it out there. We're just spitballing. I here. think that you could be serious casual. Like I think you could say to the friends, "That's really sensitive. It brings up a lot of anxiety when you bring her up. Mm. There's just stuff I don't want to talk about. Could you not? Yeah, could you just not bring up that? old shit that part of my life yeah. you could just say it like that and then they're gonna be like oh Damn, part of life. <laughs> and, the, but, and exactly. that's the thing though they're like Jane's i'm really sorry <laughs> but like the to me the realistic the realistic like element to this which isn't fun but the type of people who are talking shit like this if you are vulnerable and say what you're doing is giving me anxiety i don't know if i'd want to give them that power for but them are these to her know friends? who are these people it sounds like it's like their old mutual friends well, then why is she in contact with them? I'm confused I'm by this. I'm getting kind of small town energy okay. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm off, but yeah. like the whole wedding and everyone sees and then they reconnect and now everyone's talking about she it. Also, okay. I, I love the drunk night before the wedding confession. <laughs> like, I have feelings for you. <laughs> I you love know? you so much. I love it. It's cool. the best. We love the and wedding now they're dating romance. a year later. I also have Mwah. this feeling like Sam might have a low key feeling about all this. So that's the other thing. I do think clarify like how he feels about the story because he might be like, dude, I, I know it sucked whatever tell him i don't don't care like Mm -hmm. he might have that feeling about it i don't know but also this also may be a thing and i say this not to be insensitive but it also may be a narrative you're creating in your head of like everyone's talking about it yeah that literally might not be the case unless someone's saying it in front of you like this might be a narrative because you have all this anxiety from your past friendship with her and the context of their relationship that you know about and that they don't know about like this might be a narrative you're making up as, to a certain degree. As a radically anxious baby, I would say that that's likely the case because yeah. I feel like I do that with myself all right. the time where mm-hmm. I'm fully, that's this whole narrative and maybe one or two things have kind of emerged, but like I make it 10 times bigger. That's why there's this part of me that I'm like, oh, I wouldn't even say anything to them because that gives them power that maybe they don't even, they're not even tapped into. And then you kind of, I know I've presented myself sometimes like vulnerably to certain people who honestly didn't deserve it versus just being like, listen, 
deep breaths, work on your meditation, know who you are. This will pass. Yeah. I think talk to Sam, like you were saying, a thousand percent. Yeah. Anxiety and, is conspiracy theories about yourself. Oh, oh, I've never heard that. I like that. Getting that, that tattooed. Like, that's, that's so good. good. Wow. Wow, yeah. that's really we're good. Bringing that into, one up. Don't get into the conspiracy theories, man. Yeah. yeah. It's not real. Yeah. That's really good. Cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. You got this, Jane. Yeah, Jane. You got this. You're a good person. Also, it's about Sam. Your relationship with Sam. Yeah. Life's good. You're in love. <laughs> wow. Here, this one's for you. Things are getting crazy. <laughs> well, I'm just handing these out, you know? I'm I still love on, it. still on my first. Just the Jesus Christ of beers. God bless you. Yeah. If you do a live <laughs> show, do you want to come out and like hand out beers to people? Yeah, I'll be the beer tender. You said that people come have come up to you in person like a number of times. Oh, being like yeah. chatty at, broads. Um, at the funniest places too, like Psycho Las Vegas, which is this metal festival uh, in Vegas. Yes. It's just like gnarly people i'm literally in the pit in the water uh-huh. like there's this one water beach stage thing and i'm thrashing around in the water and this girl who is also soaking wet and uh-huh. thrashing around yeah. is like hey you're on chatty bots <laughs> I, I was just like wow here that's shocking awesome. i love that shout out oh. to our bras love, love them <laughs> email time mm-hmm. give it to me all right so Speaking of just, you know, heartwarming, this gentleman came in and I don't know if you remember this. We talked about this briefly on an episode, but he starts it by saying in your kissing technique episode, which we talked for like I 20 minutes on one episode a long time ago about don't remember that about kissing, which, by the way, I have something to say on the bachelor episode. Oh, wait, no, I will have already said it on Thursday's episode. Never mind. This is me from the future okay. saying that in the past. <laughs> I will be talking about this with the bachelor episode because I have thoughts on Tino. Okay. Who I always almost call Tyler C. But it's just, just slow down. Just everyone slow the fuck down. Okay, well, hold on. Let's hold on. Let's slow okay. down about kissing? Yeah. Yes. Hold on. Okay. But hold on. Men are always just Dude, like, men so are always. No, 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 no. Hold on. Because let's, let, let's get into this. Hold on. Okay. Okay. So he said, you all talked about having an episode where you watch kisses and evaluate them. Oh, we should do that. Please do that. Best idea ever. I, my suggestion, by the way, is that we talk right that now sounds, about your impassioned feelings about kissing. That but also he, sounds nauseating. Yeah, watching the kissing, I don't know if I can do. But he he did a little side note, and he said, Becca, your, <laughs> your kissing with Ari was the best I've ever seen. Yes, it was. And you looked way better than <laughs> was him. Was it not? And, she's a, and he said, you looked way better than I him, have a and gif he's the kissing my, bandit. I have a gif on my phone of us kissing that I made from the show. Show the class? It's yeah. hot. So shout out to this king for letting you know that you have amazing technique. This is in the hot tub. This is actually a crazy clip. This is actually like too sexual for YouTube. <laughs> look at this. Like, look at this. Like, oh, wait, that's just a little clip. Never mind. But that's like a crazy bachelor clip hot. of him, like smiling at while he's embracing. No, you, me you both are very he was clearly... an amazing kisser. Best kisser ever. Well, that's so OK. So just so you know, Eric, on the show, his okay. was his okay. reputation. His okay. reputation was for being like the best kisser. Everyone's always talked about it in the a girl on The Bachelor wrote a tell all and was like best sex of my life was with Ari Lyondike. So he has quite the reputation. We don't know yeah. how many people that she had sex with, though. I could just be like, have you watched the show for a long time? You know, Courtney Robinson, the I Got the Rose girl? She, she was, was like on, she won Ben 
flannix season or whatever she was a model and she kept being like i'm a model all the girls hated her and she won she slept with ari and she was like that was the best sex of my life you you talk about it like guys talk about sports like it's like stats you know yeah i'm like well courtney robinson in her book yeah Yeah, she was on ben flannix season (laughs) in the off season that's when they hooked up and she said yeah well point is is that other couple people he's had sex with they all said you didn't you didn't make it that far i did not Wait, are you allowed to have sex on The Bachelor? Top three. They all go to fantasy suites. (laughs) This is wild. That's like the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they go to the fantasy (laughs) suites and that's... And then the finals is the, there's like a beach scene where the there's an ultimate two. decision. Yeah. They break out. He breaks the up best, with one. The best Bachelor podcast of all time is called Game of Roses. Ex- we're the best Bachelor podcast of all time? Well, you know, we like to Sorry? have fun. This is the sports. Okay. <laughs> You're like, okay. Excuse me. Game of <laughs> know Roses. Your <laughs> know your worth, Queen. Game of Roses breaks it down and they said this is a professional sport. Yeah, they're like one day we will oh, cover fun. this like, like sports. NFL. Like NFL. So they cover it channel. like NFL. Yeah. Yeah. It's Where fantastic. they have like I could get into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, this is the person's rose quota, like the amount of roses to the dates they've got wow. gone on that mm-hmm. they received. They like break down all yeah. the yeah. Fantastic. percentages. Fantastic. Yeah. But Fun point stuff. is okay, okay, this email. Point is he Ari has been recognized as the kissing king in Bachelor Nation. And this bro king has now come into our email and recognized that you, in fact, are the kissing queen of Bachelor Nation. Because oh. if your kissing looks better than Ari's, I feel like, Well, that's you know, just posturing, right? That's just knowing your angles on the camera, sure. honey. But <laughs> can you please go off about what okay. you were going to say about kissing? I think that men, I maybe this is just my personal thing, but like men are always like, I love a guy who can just let I don't know. It's hard because you don't want to just like be a dead fish and let someone else take the lead. But I feel like when a man can like love being a dead fish, (laughs) be intuitive and like do a little like, I don't know, like so many men. And I watched this on The Bachelor on Monday night where too many of the guys were like they're kissing and then they're like suddenly like on her and like on top of her. And it's like, dude, let her take the lead. Like slow the fuck down. This goes back to my episode last time. Where I let you take the lead, and then you said I was bad in bed because I was a non-participant. <laughs> but you were like, "Yo, I didn't chill." Say you were a non-participant. Something like this. I did you not said say it that. wasn't great because you told me to stand down while okay. you took the lead. But this actually comes down to what he was saying too. <laughs> as especially a younger person, and I think as women, we have the tendency to be very performative, right? Of yes. like, I am going to show this person everything I can do. And I think that, I don't know. I mean, it. I think still letting someone take the lead is better than being the person that's just like kissing too hard, doing too much tongue, going in too fast. Like, let the moment simmer. Let it have that like brush of the lips, have that small slip of the tongue and let things just marinate. You don't got to take it to the next level immediately. You know, Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. my feelings. It's like the same with dating advice, too. When you meet someone, you know, like, don't get all freaked out. Just relax, man. See what happens next organically. Be loose because there's nothing worse. The same thing yet correlating with dating and kissing. There's nothing worse than when someone is like, tight tension in their lips trying to kiss and there's the hard lip same thing with like what you said the posturing of like really intense and all the tension or same with like over communicating like hey do you want to hang out tomorrow do you want to hang out the next day you want to in the morning you want to get breakfast it's like just calm down dude 
Just chill. I think you can't be married to the outcome either. Similar to dating. You can't be set on like, I'm going to make this person my girlfriend or boyfriend. I'm going to, this is going to end in sex, whatever. You have to just like see what flows. And I don't know. I feel like that's just. That's the time to let the confidence surge to be like, wow, I am a catch and a half and I'm going to blow my own mind right now and just kind of relax in that. Yeah. That's my, here's my issue. What do you mean blowing your own mind? I love to, the idea of like blowing my own (laughs) mind when I'm making out like, wow, you are crushing this right now. But that I feel like has to do with the performative thing. I know, but I'm performing for myself. That is so Just for myself. I'm like, don't care if he enjoys it because I am performing for me and I am giving myself the Oscar nomination. Uh, To me, like the best sex and makeouts and all that stems from like losing yourself and being completely, you're not self-aware. It's like being in the flow with sports, right? Like if you're doing something and your like mind shuts off meditation right yes where was i yeah i think that's why one of the bachelors named matt james he always had his eyes open when he was kissing and people (laughs) were always like stop i think it's because he was thinking too much i feel like people who keep their eyes open when they're kissing you're like what what are you thinking about right now just just meditate relax i'm kind of an eyes open dude are you but like I'm not aware of it. Like, if you were to be but like, hey, why are oh, your eyes okay. open? I'd be well, like, oh, my eyes were open? There's are they like, who's your eyes open thing? Are you like making out like this? Or are you, you know, like, flat, like you know, like, like there's, a, there's a very like, casual way to be like, opening your eyes without being like staring into someone's soul. Yeah, because like, I like to open, like, open a tiny bit every once yeah. in a while to see what's happening. Sure. <laughs> look down at my nose. Get your bearings, yeah. find the horizon. <laughs> to be like, wow, look at that contour bitch like right down the nose. <laughs> I look great. You sound way too self-aware to be really making out properly. Does, I, yeah. You got to check out. Oh, no, I do when I'm rare. But, 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 but <laughs> I just like to contour. feel so good about myself when You're I'm funny. doing it. Now, here's my thing. What I would like do you guys like a mirror? Because that also takes me out of the moment where I'm like, l- then I'm like looking to see I don't if like I a look mirror. good. Yeah, no, I don't like a mirror. Because then I'm like, because then I'm like, <laughs> I do look good. And then, but then I'm just focused on that. If I'm not there's really a mirror, the I'm looking at my partner. I'm not staring that's at myself. That's a male thing. Yeah, I know, but that's a girl thing where we're like, I should arch my back more. It's just like, right. that's uh, and the unfortunate world like, we live Nice in. arch of the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly oh man um, two different worlds wait what so that guy was just saying that i looked i looked like a hotter kisser yo yeah he just, just wanted to ups, recognize no i'm just saying I've, i don't think we've ever received an email from a guy before and oh. this first email is about what an amazing kisser you are well the kissing with ari was hot hot said it before i'll say it again you should kiss a fan for the show okay well this is what my thought is what <laughs> i don't a kissing booth this is what charity? i this is what i don't know oh my God, that would be fun why this hasn't happened covid I need to know. Monkey box. I need to know how good of a kisser I am. Unless someone looks at you and says you're a bad fucking kisser, you don't, you don't know. really know. So well, I someone think, says you're a good kisser. I. But I'm saying even if you hear that, people sometimes just say that because they're supposed to say that. I feel like if you've heard it from more than one person, that's a good sign. Well, what I want is I want at like Dave and Buster's, like the adult Chuck E. Cheese, to have like a, th- a mechanical thing that you make out with and, and rates rate your kissing. I think it's more like... And then you get as like, many tickets as you want. It's about th- chemistry, though. <laughs> yeah, I think it's about the Pepsi-Cola challenge, the blind taste test. Uh. I think the only way is to get a panel of judges and then just like a hole in the wall. And a then, glory hole for kissing? Yeah, and the, They hole. do that like on... So one of... This is why I love Lo- Love Island so much. <laughs> Typically, every season when I there's like never watched that show. Ten contest, like ten. Do you watch it, Ali? Uh, She's like yes. And they go and they do a blindfold, and that like the girl goes and kisses every guy, and then they rate it blindfolded. Are they doing auditions? I love that. 
<laughs> yeah, like, the and then how much I want to go on the show though no, just I do for too. that. I'm like, I, do I too. want a blindfold but and I want to get rated. That has I would so like much this. to do though with like pheromones too, because sure, there sure, are sure, people sure. where you're just like, I am there. This is what I think. There's two. I think there are men that universally, I had an ex-boyfriend like this. It was like every girl that he hooked up with was like, oh, he knows what he's doing. Like some men just have like an intuition about like women's bodies and like all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then, <laughs> some, <laughs> and then some men and then some partners, it's chemistry. Like there's some people where you yeah. feel it with them and someone else might not feel it with them. But it's like your mix of pheromones and whatever. But is just, you've like, kissed there. a bad kisser before. Correct. Definitely. OK, there's definitely oh my people God, my who first are bad kiss, kissers. I was just telling my friend about this. The first guy I ever made out with, he invited me over to his parents house and we watched the beach what a horrible movie to watch on a first date what's well, the best movie ever i was like 15 coming from a conservative christian home i was like this is really fucking scary people are like dying and it's just really crazy I, it was just wow, that's not so romantic crazy that that's what you think of like i think of the movie and i'm like yeah that's so cool man i, I think do i would that. probably like it now okay. but at the time yeah, as a 15 year old being like i want to go over to a guy's house and watch the notebook like that's <laughs> you know like i'm trying to have like it's a so romantic pressure, vibe though. here like, I've never made out with a guy. Like, I want wow. this to be a vibe. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> and then we kissed, and it was just so disgusting. Like, it was so disgusting. His tongue was just, like, uh, in my mouth. Like, <laughs> furry. Oh, stop. And my first kiss, her tongue tasted like a 9-volt battery. Oh, I've never oh, had that sense, no. but I was just like, whoa, what's going on <laughs> there? Did she have braces? Ah. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, sorry, that's a sorry. different kind of chemistry sorry happening. No, and I was just traumatized. And afterwards, was it, I was, was just it the like, vibes that were bad, or it was his technique and the vibes, and just yeah, but overall. definitely the technique. It was like I've I've never kissed a worse kisser for sure. Oh, and we no. were fifteen. I can't. I I don't hold it against him. him. But I literally didn't tell any of my friends. And in my head, I was just like, wow, people like kissing, and I must just not like kissing. Like oh. I didn't like that. You will yeah. someday. That, yeah, <laughs> you'll like it like, one day. Oh. and then you know, and then I went to public school, and then everything yeah. worked out. Oh, yeah. The hottest guy I ever hooked up with in my life was <laughs> by far the worst kisser ever. Oh, because yeah, he, he had no personality. He was just like, I'm a hunk. Yeah, zero, no zero personality. Some hot guys with no personality, uh, they get, I don't know. No, it can happen, but there was like you, but there was no, there was nothing. He was giving you nothing, like you were saying. It's all about the vibe. I joke about thinking about how gorgeous and perfect I want to feel when I'm making out. I'm like, it's all vibe, it's all energy, right? Yeah. He had just it. It was there was nothing there, but he also was just the technique was. <sighs> stiff lip oh. and just so much tongue uh, but it was like darty oh tongue God. where it was so quick and I was like what is happening better no tongue than tongue can I just say that like tongue yeah. is great but better to err on the side of not enough than too much yes. better to yeah. be conservative yes yeah for sure yes I mean sometimes it's a good because I've never walked away and been like man I wish she just would have used more tongue <laughs> You're just like, whatever, it's cool. Like, lips oh, were rocking, yeah. it's chilling. But no. sometimes you're like, Jesus oh Christ. Uh, <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm getting so like, nauseous. Yeah. I'm getting nauseous. It's just disgusting. like getting served sashimi oh, for no reason. It's like, oh, oh. Uh, no, it's so true, though. <laughs> Always err on less. I had a guy in I think, I think it's universal advice. As subjective as the kissing experience can be, I think that's good advice. Yes. I yeah. feel like, I feel, you know what? I blame the media. They've forced us into too much tongue. Keep it's them wanting not, more. Yeah. Which media? Keep them wanting more. 
Yeah, I mean, the I got a lot to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's oh god, that is just so. But disgusting. there's always in romance movies. I feel like the, as soon as the kiss starts, you always see the tongue go in, and it's like, well, <laughs> if it's a if it's a technique, a well same technique. Thing with, tongue, same thing with then movies sure. where they're like making out, and all of a sudden they're getting like pushed up against the walls and like ripping their Ow. clothes off. Like, yeah. or it's like, okay, that's like that happens every now and then. But what about just like normal? What about just like? Just when you're naturally just yeah. I remember seeing like Jerry Maguire, I think it was, as a kid, and he's like banging her against a wall. <laughs> and as a kid, just being like, "When am I ever going to be able to lift a woman like that? Yeah. <laughs> Are they not damaging the drywall? What is this house made What's out of? What's going on? And just like These almost fearing walls. my future of just like I don't know how I'm going to get into this shit, you know? I always felt so self conscious like growing up until recently, honestly, about how I hate kissing like in a shower or rain or Ooh, i like it i hate it and i hate messes up the contour it messes <laughs> up the contour there you go i hate i hate like sh- like wet sex i hate it and Dude, i was always like trying to always talk about like when are we gonna get like a baby pool and just do oil and just be like so nasty and like well, slippery oil's fine mm. i'm talking water I like water. I hate water. No, not a water. hot tub. Who has sex? Do you guys have sex in hot tubs? What the fuck is that? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. It's water. Also, how are you penetrating somebody in water? Because water is like not a lubricant. This is no. my no. This no. is my. This is Thank what you. I'm. This is what I'm saying. Thank you. I'm yes. like no. I don't like it. But it was always all the fucking scenes were always like they're soaking right. wet. Okay, broads. One more quick pause. So if you work in healthcare and any aspect from admin to nursing to veterinary work. I mean, literally, there are hundreds of different jobs that fall into the healthcare category. You know who you are. Your job is hard enough, and you deserve to have a uniform that makes things just a little bit easier on you, okay? Traditional scrubs are not it. They're uncomfortable, boxy. Finally, Finally, Figs has decided to put a modern spin on an old classic and bring you a new, fresh version of Scrubs. When you wear Figs, you can really have it all. Figs, oh my gosh, I've, I've actually gifted a couple of my nurse friends um, a, a set of, of Figs. They have design, functionality, comfort. Um, they've got so many options. If you don't know where to start, you should just go for their super popular core Scrubs. They never go out of style. They can be mixed and matched to make a lot of different fun color combinations. You can also customize your scrub sets with text and icon embroidery, which I think is so freaking cute. Figs are made with their custom four-way stretch fabric, which makes them super, super soft, which is important when you're in them for these long 12-hour shifts. Plus, each pair is moisture-wicking, anti-wrinkle, and anti-odor. Literally, all of my doctors, my daughter's doctors, my dog's vet offices, so many places we go have their offices outfitted in figs now. And there's a good reason for it. They're so much better than traditional scrubs. So get yours today. Figs believes the awesome humans in healthcare deserve awesome scrubs to match. So head to wearfigs.com. Use code chattybroads. You're going to get 15% off your first orders. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S promo code chattybroads. Wearfigs.com code chattybroads. So broads, you know that I love some CBD. Love some CBD. But I cannot lie to you. Sometimes your girl needs a little bit more. Okay? The CBD 
not cutting it at certain moments, okay? It's not enough. So during those times, what is a girl to do? Well, I have recently discovered Delta Munchies, which actually contain a totally unique cannabinoid, HHC. And so far, I am truly loving it. I mean, look, sometimes CBD is way too mellow. And sometimes THC, on the other hand, is extremely anxiety-inducing as well. But with HHC, it's pretty incredible. Users report having a cerebral and relaxing body experience compared to traditional cannabis. It really does have a different vibe to it. Delta Munchies, it it has like almost a, it it has a euphoric like quality. So it's really nice for relaxing. It's also federally legal in all 50 states. So you can order online. You can get it delivered to your door. How crazy is that? All of Delta Munchies products are derived from 100% American-made hemp and are rigorously lab-tested using third-party, full-panel, DEA-certified lab tests to ensure they deliver the cleanest, safest, and most potent products possible. Uh, They specialize in delicious gummies, 2-gram vapes, tinctures, and so many other awesome products. I've been personally loving the gummies, especially after a super stressful day when I just need to wind down. Okay, I'm popping part of one and that cerebral and body euphoric relaxation hits. It does the trick for me. Delta Munchies revolutionizes the way you find relief and it ships straight to your door for free. So you can skip the line at the dispensary. You can shop online in any state at deltamunchies.com and use code chatty20 for 20% off your order today. That's deltamunchies.com and use code chatty20 for 20% off your order. So you don't like shower you don't like shower sex? I like shower it's sex dangerous. when the when it is not on when I am not getting soaked by the water. I'm like, sure, let's be in the shower together naked having sex. I don't like I don't like, like that feeling when you're wet just kissing. Like, I like to feel a person's skin and not just water. Maybe it's because my contacts. I'm like, I don't like it in my <laughs> eyes. I can't see anything. But the in water sex, the lubricant is not there. Right. I recently had sex in a pool and it oh. was so I was or like the ocean when you see people are having sex in the like there was a scene of The Bachelor where they were like having sex yeah. off a boat or something. I'm like, what? I don't okay, like first it. of all, vaginal pH. Yeah. No. No. Infections. The chlorine too. There's in the sand pool. just in the water too. Now all of a sudden ah, he's abrasive? got himself. He's got a churro instead oh, of a. God. Oh God. <laughs> Enough of it. You know what I mean? No, no I'm not into that. You guys ever had a thing, thing though where you're having sex and you are making out and you're just using so much tongue and you're both just oh, like love yeah. being just so disgusting? I, I like think that. you gotta That's get there great. together. You gotta, right, you know, yes. There's like a journey. You have to have the one thing before the other. Yeah, it's not gonna yeah. being like all gross with your tongues isn't gonna I get feel you like there, that probably. Also, your your part like you'll know when that's when that's okay. Like that's sure. like an equal energy where you're like, oh, this is what we're doing right, right. now. And then it's you already gotta be slipping and sliding around before you start doing that. Yeah. And there's like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but sometimes you meet someone new, you start kissing, it's not necessarily working out perfectly, and it just takes a little bit of time, and all of a sudden sure. you like find your rhythm, you know? Now you you're dancing. You have to trust people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you have to trust people. I think that was actually a big thing for me when I was younger is like, and I would be interested if I was playing the field now. I think it was hard for me to feel comfortable just like being myself with someone that I was just mm. hooking up with. It's mm. like, how are you supposed to be like, I can be vulnerable not like you have to like open up your emotions but like how can I be vulnerable 
in like how I want to do things with this person. Hard to lose yourself in the moment when you're self thinking yeah. about yeah. your dynamic and like thinking about yeah. I don't know thinking about literally everything else. I think that's hard. I think now, hooking up with people is. I think hooking up with people is can be difficult. And sometimes like, it sure. ain't. Allie and I. It's true. First try. It was right just away like, it was amazing. Oh, money. Do you feel like there's confirmation? Sparks when you kiss? Confirmation. Just like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember like I had this thought with her. We'd wake up and start making out like right away first thing in the morning. Uh-huh. And I, it's the dumbest thought that came to my mind. And I thought about it like every morning. I was like, we basically own a money printing machine. And we wake up and we just turn this thing on. Like this is like. This is oh, insane that, that we're able to just create this happiness and incredible so moment special. out of thin air. Just click. It was, it was so cool. Huh. Yeah. That's amazing. Huh. Money printing. I had that with a boyfriend and we were in the most toxic relationship ever. And it was like oh. our chemistry was just like. It that shit will keep you around for too long. It will huh? keep you around yeah. for a long time. Because it's just like, oh, things aren't working. Well, this is this part's working. And, you know, this is what it is. I was going to say, within the flip side, have you ever, like, not been super into someone and then you kiss them just because why not? And then you're like, oh, shit. That's like crazy chemistry. Yeah, some, sometimes so. you just have the sexual chemistry and that's just it, you know? Right. But that's like, but like uh, that feeling of I'm not really into this person and then you kind of just kiss and then it goes. I, I, I've had, there was a guy once where I'm like, I didn't think he was super cute. And I wasn't really vibing on his personality either. <laughs> I just, just kind of gross him. and boring. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's started, a pheromone thing. Like, I think then you're like, whoa. I all of a sudden started kissing him and I was like, oh, this is going to be a problem. Like, this is really good. I'm like, is that just a, that's the perfect friends with benefits situation where you're yeah, like, I perfect, don't really. Yeah. Sounds great. You, you guys can agree on those terms. You got yourself a, an easy year. Yeah. Didn't work out Someone's that way. Someone's gonna get attached, though. <laughs> yeah. Someone's gonna fuck that up and get attached. That always happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Has that been always been your experience? It's not gonna be me, bitch. Yeah. Have you guys ever had a friends? With, have any of you had a friends with benefits situation that worked out perfectly? Oh no. Yeah. Anyone? Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then how did you, you just started dating someone that was like, sorry, and then the person was like, cool. Yeah, just like whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Go back years later. What's up? Want to hang out? Boom. Back. Cool. I'm in a relationship. Good. Hope you're happy. A <laughs> couple years later. What's up? What up? And then just remain friends the whole time, chilling. That's cool. Yeah. It's possible. What are some good tips for someone wanting to get in a friends with benefits situation? I think you have to have I a don't certain think type you of personality. Don't try to get into it. Okay. If it happens, it happens, you know? You don't go looking for it. <laughs> I mean, I certainly have been, you, <laughs> you know. Go to the bar my like my advice is, is don't go looking for anything. You know, sure. uh, that life, was your advice last time yep. too. Make yeah. your yeah. life advice. awesome. Do whatever you want to do. This other stuff starts happening, great. But like, focus on what you want to do with your goals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Be a good friend and a family member if you can. And the other stuff just should be like bonus round. Because mm. if you focus on it, you're gonna fuck it up. You know. That's about, such good advice. What about when you're in a relationship with someone? You're well, like, that, that you're just like, don't that focus happened naturally, on it. <laughs> you know? I mean, no, I think, I think once it happens and it's a part of your life, if you're not focused on it and looking for it, then that thing will build organically, Yeah, you know? And then you're just, that's just part of your life now. But it's just the, it's the looking for it that sets you, so, so, sets you up for disaster, you know? Yeah. It's like, even if I was, you know, looking for a 
1969 Charger with all original parts, and uh, I, I want it to be factory black with the black, you know, and I have like all these crazy specific things that I'm looking for, and then I make that my goal. Mm-hmm. Like the next three years of my life are going to be hell trying to find that thing. You Some know? people say that though, you know, they're like, write your list of exactly what you want in a man, and then they're like, and, you'll be and disappointed. It came. Every step of the way in between, mm. but then maybe you get what you want. But I don't know. I just I don't I don't I don't like that thing. I don't know. Do you think that sometimes you don't like? I know some people say like you don't know what you actually want, so you got to like wait to see what the universe is going to bring to you. Because like yeah, I mean that's with like even, like Ali might not have been like the girl that was like had all the things that was on your list, but then you're like, wait, this is actually what I needed. I think you're allowed to want whatever like, you no, want. No, I was way more than his list. <laughs> I was obviously. more than anything he could ever ask Please. for. <laughs> you're allowed to want whatever you want, but just be ready to pivot if other stuff happens. You yeah. know, if I want that all black '69 Charger, and then I come across, you know this other freak car that I go, Oh my God, don't be like, well, that's not what I wanted before. Mm-hmm. If you, you want open. the thing now, be okay to like change your mind. You have to be open to life. Be open what to it's going to bring you. Yeah. That's the, I think the ultimate message. I, I hate to sound, sound like a, a bell dinging guru, but have you guys listened to the power of now? The oh, Eckhart it's Tolle fantastic. Book? Yeah. Yeah. I listened Never to that book on it. tape and like even a lot of the stuff we're talking about now, I'm like, Sounds like this person's worried about the future. Sounds like this person's caught up worrying about the past. Mm-hmm. And if they just were a little more present, none of these would be issues at all. I don't know. Can you summa- to summarize that. the book for us, please? So so I don't have to go uh, listen to it? No, I think oh, you no, should listen you really to it. should. I think you should. It's so I mean, it, good. it was like life changing in, in yeah. how it affected my attitude and like all the stress that I was wearing before about like what I think I'm supposed to be doing with my yeah. life and like the plans for my future. And then I'll be like, God damn it, I wanted this thing to be done by this time and it's not done. And I'm like, wait, why am I, what am I, I made up that deadline. Why Dude, am I stressed out about it? I'm struggling right now because I feel like I've gotten all my dreams. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. that I said that I wanted. Dope. Congrats, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Congrats I'm like, on Dude, all sorts of stuff. Thank you. I just like literally, I'm in the process right now. We are getting a deal with Lionsgate to go out and sell a show that's based on my life that I'll be starring in. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) your ego is getting clapped right now. (laughs) I love it. But it's... That's awesome. Congrats. It's like... (sighs) I can't can't wait to star as myself. I know. You're like, I will be. As the greatest first date. Yeah. Like, obviously, Uh, I I will. I just want you to know my SAG card (laughs) is still active. So just I'm just like, contacting, yeah. but like all of these things are happening and I'm like, I've never been more stressed or anxious or like frazzled or on Fire edge of my life. that book on tape up. You drive from Long Beach to here, you'll be done in a week. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so hard. Cause I'm just like that feeling of being like, I have everything that I want. Like Everything like that's impossible. The partner, though. the kid. Well, but I obviously don't have everything I want because yeah. I'm not, I'm not present right now. I'm not happy. But like, I mean, I have like the partner, the kids. Like, love my family life, love my house, like love Long Beach, love my everything with my jobs. But like, I'm just so I can't like I can't enjoy any of it. You're talking about things that you have. I have this. Right. I have that. I have that. Happiness isn't based on how much shit you can have. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's based on how you feel within. But it's also that feeling of like, I've been working towards these goals. Yeah. And obviously the journey is the fun part. And yeah. like that, I always talk about this, like the hustle is the fun part. Like 
I had so much fun when I was like, didn't have a lot of money and like was trying to figure things out and was trying to hustle yeah. and was like, I don't know if I can afford the Uber to go out with my friends, but I'm going to like do this and do that. And like all of that was really fun. And then yeah. like now everything's at my fingertips, like all my goals that I was had been reaching for at my fingertips. And now I'm like. So this is where you had to get to, to recognize that getting all these goals accomplished gonna wasn't going to make you happy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not the thing. It's like an illusion. You know, I think that's, especially like in America, we're so like, uh, I don't know. There's all these rules, you know, white picket fence and all this yeah. stuff. And like you have to get married and sure. you know, just other cultures don't have that same rush to sure. gathering all these things. But you should listen to this book because you're going to find that whether you have all this stuff or you don't have anything, yeah. you can still be happy. Yeah. But at, at the you know, both of those things are okay. Yeah. And being happy because it's all within being present and you've got it, you've got it all up here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That'll be my follow-up episode. You'll listen to it. <laughs> yeah. It'll affect your life and you go, hey, can you come back on? Yeah. Because I listened to that thing and I'm happy. Yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. 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 That yeah. book, that book, I uh, read it probably like five years ago and it changed everything for me with relationships specifically mm. where I was like, I wasn't looking for that when I read the book, I was more looking for like, you know, I feel like I need to do this more and I'm feeling anxious about this and whatever. And that like, it was my relationship game changer because I realized how much hinged on overthinking about relationships mm. and like bitterness and resentment and everything instead of like being in the exact moment. And you can be so much better in a uh -huh. relationship when you're not like needing that to be happy or something yeah. like, Oh, if I just get if him and I could just, sure. I could be so happy. And it's like, yeah. no, just be happy first. And then you can be a kick-ass right. partner way easier, yeah. you know? Well, and our couples therapist, like we just started with this person a few months ago and his whole thing is he's like, literally like, you're always going to fight. You're always going to have miscommunications, but like you have to learn how to show up like, vulnerably in the moment and just even saying like dude I want to scream at you right now and I feel so disconnected from you and I just like want to be close to you but I don't know how to feel close to you and it hurts so bad right now and just being able to like say that and having the other person see you is like <laughs> then you're connecting right and the other person's yeah. like I want to connect with you too in, in that sort of communication like I almost felt like empathy for you now exactly you know? I'm just like oh but if you're screaming at me <laughs> no empathy Whoa. coming your way. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I feel like that is part of being present too, right? Is like recognizing where you're at and just like where, like, you know, like I, I want to be close to you. Like, I don't want to feel this way. Yeah. And then the other person is like, oh, I'm right there with you. Like, I know that feeling. So I don't know. It's hard. I feel like I'm, I'm so happy, but I'm always just like reaching for the next thing. Next trip, next thing. I mean, like, that's like the human condition, you know? Yeah. And I love it. Like, I love planning things. I love planning parties. I love planning, traving to visit friends. No like, invite. All I good. love it, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's been a year. Thought I did like, it on the last podcast. Haven't had one party invite. Really sad that you had to cancel. I had Devastated. been... Nightmare after oh. Christmas. You guys, I had... I was planning. I mean, so were we all. The damn pandemic struck again. Dude, that's sad. And I was like... I thought it was over, you know, pandemic's over. And then I'm I looking know. at, it's starting to happen everyone again. Everyone had freaking Omnicron the same week like, in January. Everyone's going to go home for Christmas. 
I that's know. on the 25th. My yeah. party's going to be on the like 29th or something. And then that's like exactly when you got it. And now you're the most contagious. And then yeah, I so will sad. be the super spreader. Yes. Yeah, sure. Well, I came down with COVID on like January 6th. So yeah, it was like. Yeah, same disease. I had it at the same time. Everyone had it the same week in January. You know what, though? The next one's just going to be cracking. Okay. More advice so. before, we, before we wrap it. This feels relevant to what we were kind of just talking about. Well, hello, broads and mysterious special guest. I have a question for you that is centered around attraction, and it's a little attraction. difficult to explain, but I'll give my, I'll, I'll try my best. So, I have a pattern, and it's been like that since forever, since I've had my first crush, basically, and that is um, like the type of guy I'm attracted to. The type of man I'm attracted to is usually. Very selfish, very egocentric, empathetic, sometimes straight up, narcissistic, tends to treat me not well, maybe mm. for like a certain amount of time, but after that, it just goes downhill very fast. And my struggle with that is I know that it's my pattern. I've seen it happen so many times, but I can't help to feel this immense attraction to those kinds of people. And it's like so instant too this instant connection where I just feel so drawn to someone. And um, my therapist once made a joke that whenever I see someone that's attractive, like in that kind of way to me, I should just close my eyes. And while that is sort of good advice, I guess maybe it also doesn't really help because I just... I just feel that way, you know what I mean? And maybe I just still need to discover how attraction in more of a slow burn kind of way could feel like. But I was just wondering if you guys have any experiences with that or any opinions on how I can maybe build attraction with people who are not like an instant, like, wow, I am so hot for you and crazy and whatever. And uh, yeah, just just uh, in, interested in your opinions on that. Love your podcast, and uh, yeah, bye. It looks like we need to do a phone a friend session potentially. <laughs> I have one theory. Do you want? Do you want to jump in here? You got something to say? Come on. Okay. Yes. Yes. yes! yes! Alex, <laughs> <the mic! laughs> it's only because I've had one beer. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. My advice for that situation is um, know your worth. Yeah. You're, you're looking for what you're putting out. And if you, like, if you want more or want better for yourself, then it'll come to you. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes me kind of sad. <laughs> but it's true. If you're constantly, like, finding people that aren't emotionally available and you're basing it on like attraction it's because you're not looking for the right thing do you have experience with this um (laughs) you're allowed to say whatever you want to say don't worry about me no i i mean yes i have experience with it but it's also important to like check in with yourself i feel like if i find myself falling into that pattern I'm like in a place where I know I can self-reflect and figure out why I keep looking for that 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then what do you do? How do you stop when you're still like, I know my self-worth, but you're like, I know that I deserve more, but you're also like, oh, this is so, I don't know, this is a hot dynamic or something. I don't know. I don't really understand that. Um, what's the, I can't think of the word right now. Self-control? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's not the best advice. But what that word is. <laughs> no, I mean, that's real. We have control yeah. over the people we pursue or, like, choose to engage with. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I have to say. Yes! <laughs> I mean... Yeah, it's tough, though, right? Because That's you're what like, I was I, thinking, though, throughout what she's saying. Exactly what you're saying is like, okay, well, you, remember Evan and Gray had an episode where they were like, Gray was really cute. He was going really hard about, like, you accept the love that you think you deserve, like... Mm-hmm which is like a cliche. I think that's from Perks of Being a Wallflower or something, but it's like true. If you don't, if you believe you like deserve someone who's shitty to you or narcissistic and you don't believe you deserve someone, or even if you don't believe you're attracted to people who are going to take care of you, like mm-hmm. that's going to manifest in your love life. Well, yeah, what's your this? theory? So the guy that she's describing reminds me of certain versions of myself, depending on what year mm. we're going back to. Mm. Okay. And I think that, um, at those times, I was selfish and self-obsessed. And what that resulted in was a dude who's doing so much cool shit. Like, I'm just, like, all about my life and making it cool. And I'm doing this and I'm doing what, that. When do you feel like this was in your life? Most of it. <laughs> <laughs> all of it up but until like, the past the, year or two? The, like, the, the dude she's describing is just someone who's, like, into his own shit. And like, I think it's hard to maybe distract dudes who are doing cool shit with, like, <sighs> hey, now do you want to be in a relationship and totally shift gears and stop being so into all this cool stuff that I'm attracted to you doing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that might be why she's finding herself attracted to them. Yeah. Because they're, they're magnetic oh, and they're doing cool stuff. Yeah. So yeah. It's, like, and it's hard to be like, hey, here's, you know, <sighs> would you like 50% of your life to now be dedicated to a person you never met? Because I'm here for it. People who are unavailable, that's what we were talking about earlier, about trying to like, win someone over you know people who are unavailable are a challenge it's interesting it's unpredictable Mm -hmm. it's up and down it's exciting it adds a whole new dynamic to like your everyday life even when it's bad when you're like oh my god you know he hasn't even responded to me in like three days and like we spent all last week together you know whatever that's still exciting i feel like i've done that for a for good portions of my dating where i'm just like well it's interesting i'd rather be doing this than nothing I'd rather be doing this than working on myself. <laughs> Ew. You know, I don't want to self-reflect. I want to be like... How many hours a day do that? Ugh. Yeah. I, I want to be thrown into the abyss of like, ugh, being in an emotional roller coaster with somebody because um, it distracts me from myself. And I think that that's kind of at the root of what she's talking about is like, it, ugh, it sucks to have to like sit with yourself, really do it. Like, I feel like we simulate sitting with ourselves a lot. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, going to therapy sometimes like you're going through the motions of like self-reflecting but you're not actually like you're not actually staying home on a friday night and feeling like a piece of shit and like feeling that do you know what i mean yeah it's hard now to do that because you just turn on a tv show or a podcast or whatever yeah to drown your phone you know scroll on the phone but she's asking how to not be attracted to those people and the answer is you're going to be attracted to those people that's not the issue like you don't get to pick who you're attracted to you're going to see something you're going to like it 
recognize when that person is worth your time, recognize when that person would be successful in a relationship when with you. When it's attached to trauma that you're like, you know, going for unavailable people, whatever. Yeah. And recognize yeah. that like not everyone that you're attracted to should be someone that you're pursuing a relationship with, mm. you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because don't just, expect that attraction to go away. I think Absolutely. setting parameters, though, too. Like, um, when I was a teenager, like, I wasn't really having sex with people. So I would be really into guys. And then it, two or three months into knowing them, and I wouldn't have sex with them, I would be like, ew, like, this dude's a loser. <laughs> As an adult, when I was hooking up with people and staying the night with them, it was really easy to get wrapped up and, like... Um, ignoring things and like being distracted because it's like fun and exciting but I feel like if you do remember we had that we had this relationship expert on who was like she had this 12 date rule she's like don't oh, fuck a guy yeah, until you've gone on 12 Maria. dates she was like she was like <laughs> not real dates no she was like not real dates she counted a date as a two hour period of time spent together it could be on the phone could be whatever she's like I know it sounds like a long time but like so you don't could knock out 12 dates in, in like week. three days yeah, yeah or something like really that that's only 24 hours right. and saying exactly. don't sleep with someone before 24 hours of knowing them is very reasonable reasonable yes. exactly yes. but it sounds it sounds okay. crazy but her definition of it and basically it was for that reason she's like spending that much time with someone like even if you are attracted to them like mm -hmm. sexually you're probably going to find out some shit in that 24 hours of concentrated time with them where you're either going to be like oh dude I should not be pursuing a relationship with this person or you're like you know what, green light, I'm going to go for it. Right. Or, yeah. or you can sort out within yourself, I just want to have fun with this person and just want to fuck them. Yeah, check them in that friends with Benny's category. Exactly, exactly. But so. it's about giving yourself that time, right? Because I feel like, I don't know, like even now, even now, like being engaged, having my stable partner, sometimes there will be guys I'll be attracted to. And then like, this happened actually at the workshop. I was, I did this workshop where I learned how to make houses out of cob. I was in Oregon for 12 days. Cob is like this mixture of, um, clay and sand and straw yeah. and you could build it was how long were you cool. there 12 days wow it, yeah it was sick you know I, I got 10 acres in pioneer town dude okay i'm going to another workshop in september <laughs> on like, plastering and earthen floors you know why it makes so much fucking sense for joshua tree too because of the passive solar energy the cob walls are like this thick they absorb heat during the day and release it at night so even though it was 95 in eugene when we were doing this workshop the cob houses never went above 72 during the day and at night when it dropped into the 40s they were never below 68 degrees perfect temp all the time We'll chat. Do you have we'll windows in these yeah. cob houses? Yeah. You can do whatever you like want. Like dual playing glass I'll windows. I'll show you photos. You can do whatever you want. Mm. And you, what's also cool is you can repurpose materials. So you can use like old sliding glass doors. But with the cob, you can make them into beautiful like oval windows, you know, with arches. You can turn mm -hmm. anything into anything you want it to be. Cob. It's fucking, it's the future. So anyway. It's the past. <laughs> it is the past, but the past is the future. The past is the key to the future. The power of now. That's the power of now. <laughs> so anyway, there was this guy at the workshop and I was like, oh my God, he's so hot. He definitely was hot. Are you in an open engagement? No, no, okay. no. But, you know, you're still attracted to people even sure. if you're with someone. So I was like, oh my God, he's so hot. And then I was, I was talking to him, you know, and if I had been single, I probably would have slept with him in the first few days. You know, I'd have been like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you're at the workshop. Why not? But by the camping. end of the workshop, you find out he's into dog fighting. Yeah. Well... No, but it was like on day four, I literally found out that like a 19 year old girl was pregnant and he was hooking up with this other girl who was on the farm and like all this stuff. Everyone had the same thought as you. Exactly. Yeah. But because I had spent that time like 
just talking to him and then also some of the shit he said like a few days into talking to him I was like uh not into that and then after like 12 days of spending time with him I was like yeah no I would not hook up with this right. guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that I don't know I learned something from that where I'm like damn like I, I don't know anyway I don't know I feel like take your time set some ba- parameters param- parameters set some, set some parameters, parameters yeah. for yourself <laughs> Yeah, I never minded that whole part of like sleeping with someone and then finding out they're not perfect, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I guess this is not it. Yeah. Yeah. But I was never like, no, why did I sleep with them in the beginning it's, when it was so fun? It's not that. No, no, no. It's not that. It's when you sleep with them and then you ignore the red flags because you're like, but I really uh, like this. because the sex was good. It's fun. Or you, or you just want to be in a relationship. I think mm. a lot of times like people will ignore all of that because you're ready to be in a relationship. Or you want to win them over. You like the challenge. Yeah. Or you're just oh, trying to wow. think get stuck time. in a situation. First, Everything always comes full, full thing, circle. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tune circle. in 45 minutes in <laughs> or tune out at 45 minutes. But yeah, I don't know. Spend some time with yourself. Yeah. Do what Ali said. Know your self-worth. Mm-hmm. Recognize mm-hmm. that if you're with guys that treat you like shit, you're treating yourself like shit. Damn. That's that's a good way to put it right there. Yeah. I like that. I think also you got to think of it like your friend. Like if I was seeing Jess and Jess was with some shitty dude, I'd be like, baby, why are you doing that to yourself? I She's love just not you. Gonna listen. What's the matter with everybody? How many people <laughs> we try to tell them? Well, what are you doing? You're better than this guy. Get out yeah. of here. I love you. You and don't deserve like, that. I know. I know. You're so right. Think of yourself in that third person. Be like, I love you, dude. Why are you with this piece of shit? They never listen. No one ever listens. But if you think about it to yourself, I feel like that helps, you know? Yeah. I do that when I'm being anxious. I'm like, how would I handle a friend who's like in an anxiety attack right now? I'd be like, you're good. Just breathe. It's going to pass. And then I think of that to myself, you know? I'm like, as I'm a friend talking to myself, like, you're good. It's going to pass. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, that's true. I don't know. Yeah. Talk you to can't, yourself like someone you love. You can't. Just Talk not be attracted like to people. Okay, yeah. yeah, that could be my book title coming out in a couple of years, Broad. <laughs> That's the next goal. It's the next thing. You're gonna get <laughs> an email to tomorrow. List. Hey, we saw your. We'd like to. You're like, damn it! Another goal accomplished too quickly. What do I have to look forward to? <laughs> Life isn't worth living anymore. Everything's too easy. It's all too perfect. I'm too rich. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Well. well Thank you Eric, so much. Another banger. Another banger. Thanks for another having me. banger. And um, I mean, these relationship questions never end. So you're always welcome back on. Always but welcome I have back depth, on. You know, I'm not just the relationship guru. I can come back here and talk about cars, hot rod suspension, or <laughs> <laughs> that's how really, to make skate videos. Honestly, that's really what our it's listeners perfect. have. Been, yeah, whatever. Oh, except we just started teaching our three year old how to skateboard today. Okay. Very it, cute. She was in her little like tutu with her little Converse on, on the side. Do, do you have carpet on top of the skateboard? No, but that's so smart. Because the grip tape, you know, that'll cut your kid up. But yeah, real little kid when they're learning, oh, that's a put great carpet idea. on it. Yeah, good. Ease tip. them into it. Told you, I got that. Good. Got those tips. Good tip. <laughs> okay, where can the people find you? Instagram. This guy's the limit. Instagram. <gasps> Risingsun.pioneertown. Instagram. <laughs> you guys got an Airbnb. What's up? Yeah, let's let's get to that. You guys should go to the Airbnb. Hook What's you guys love? up. Influencer style. You know? do it. It's it's summer, so I'll people wait until it's not 120 degrees. Yeah, people aren't running the to the desert right now. That's why I'm trying to get this picture. Well, you know, you know, some people aren't. Some AC of us is pumping. You need a cop house. Yeah, some of us like 120 we'll degrees. That. Yeah, she goes to Palm Springs in July like every weekend. Love it. Pioneer Town's about 10 degrees cooler than yeah, Palm it's not Springs. Quite as not quite as hot. Yeah, just I go like up the cook. hill a little bit. 
No, but take um, you on that offer for yeah. climbing season. Oh yeah, that's the first place I first and only place I climbed. It's fucking hard. It's like one of the hardest places to climb in California. I'm like a thrill seeker. I've done yeah. like you know bungee jumping and whatever. Like it's like the one thing we don't want to do. All the jumping. stuff <laughs> and rock climbing was by far the most like scary oh, really? adrenaline pumping thing I've ever well, were done. Were you doing like trad climbing? Like were you placing Oh heck gear? if I know. I bought something on Groupon. <laughs> and I was, next thing you know I'm sticking my hand in a hole oh, yeah. and it's like okay, 100 yeah. feet okay, yeah. down and I'm oh, like yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's some like God. old frail man who's got me like yeah, roped in that I'm heavier than and I'm just thinking about like simple physics and going <laughs> I'm gonna watch this, this dude work. over the hill if <laughs> yeah. I fall. I mean, I used to do that as a skinny 12-year-old girl, though, with, like, adult men, and I would get launched, like, 15 feet up, but then you come back down. It just, like, eases them down a bit It's or something. really not that big of a deal, but... Man, it is so cool, though. terrifying. Yeah, I don't do that rope stuff. Oh, so what are you doing? Bouldering. Oh, okay. With pads. Too much gear, too much money to invest, and too scary. But you have to spend, like, thousands <laughs> of dollars on the rack to get all, like, the gear to place if you're, like, trad mm-hmm. climbing, and it's scary. It's scary. Maybe, maybe we do when it's not so hot. We go out to Joshua Tree. We go bouldering. That'd stay be at the crib. Fun. Yeah. Just saying. Can we do an interview with both of you guys? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Do you guys do like remote podcast episodes? Well, okay, we're gonna t- we're gonna end this podcast and we're gonna we're gonna chat soon. Yeah, Brods. because I need to use the restroom. <laughs> chat <laughs> you soon. All. all right, Rods. Peace, y'all. Bye, Rods. Chat soon. Chat.